So hi guys. <laughs> How are you guys doing? <laughs> so if you're the, if this is your first time here, you don't already know who I am. My name's Eli Shields. I'm studying to become a music minister, and I have the amazing opportunity to preach my first sermon to you guys tonight. <laughs> so as you know, for the past like few weeks or months now, we've been going through the book of Philippians. Of course, Sean isn't here to preach to us tonight because of stuff. But <laughs> so tonight we'll be starting in Philippians 4, verses 4 through 9. So Paul starts out in Philippians 4 by saying, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in, in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What have you learned and received and heard and seen in me? Practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. So this section of text is in Philippians is Paul's encouragement letter to the church in Philippi. He encourages them to rejoice, to not be anxious about anything, and to see the good in things. We can, we can learn a lot from Paul's example and how he lived. So uh, in Philippians 4, 4, Paul tells us to rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. In Psalms 118.24, it says, This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Rejoice. Paul is telling us to rejoice in everything we do. And of course, it's easy to rejoice in the good times, but how do we rejoice in the bad times? Uh, so take Paul, for example. Paul is writing this letter in prison. He doesn't know if it will get out. So how does re he rejoice in those times? Why isn't he worried? Well, if we take a look back in Romans 8, 18, we see why Paul was in Rome, worried. So Romans 8, 18 says, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. We have something better coming. We should rejoice about that, even in the bad times. We have something unimaginably better. <laughs> rejoice in everything. So on to Philippians 4, 5, Paul tells us that let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Greek word for reasonableness in this one is epiakes. And a better translation for reasonableness would be like gentleness or gentle spirit, right? Um, so we are called to show God through us. And maybe some of you lack the confidence to go out and like do what I'm doing right here, speak in front of a bunch of people, but, uh, but one of the best ways we can do that is showing gentleness to, and kindness and love to people. Like, yeah, not that long ago, we went through the book of Galatians. And if you recall, gentleness is one of the fruits of the Spirit. So in Galatians 5, 22 through 23, it tells us all about the fruits of the Spirit. 
But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness. There it is, gentleness, self-control, and against such things there is no law. Show everyone gentleness. Show everyone kindness. That is how we show God's love. In Ephesians 4.32, it says to be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. Philippians 4.6, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Anxiety. <laughs> yeah, a lot of us, a lot of us struggle with that. It's a really hard thing to do. It's a very common thing in the world today, but instead of being anxious, pray to God. Like it says, in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Like, talk to him. That's what he's there for. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we take prayer for granted most days, and it works, it really does. I have so many stories of what prayer can do in people's lives. And it may not happen exactly how you pray it, like, of course, I can't like, oh, God, I really want super speed, or like something, but if you pray about something, it it does work. It may not happen exactly how you want it, but God has a plan for you. And if we remember to pray, he will show it to us. Pray about the good and the bad, not just the bad. Like, like it says in Philippians 4.4, 4, like, rejoice in everything. So like, pray about the good, pray about the bad, give thanks to God for everything he's done in your life. And like, if God has done something in your life, I mean, say, giving you a chance to preach up in front of a whole church? <laughs> Pray about that. Give thanks to God for what he has done in your life. In Hebrews 4.16, it says, Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in times of need. Prayer is so important. Philippians 4.7, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. What is the peace of God? So the Greek word for peace in this verse is irene, which could be translated as either a state of tranquility or the state of a soul assured of its salvation through Christ. I couldn't fit the rest of the definition on there, so it, the whole thing is the state of a soul assured of its salvation through Christ and so fearing nothing from God and content with its earthly lot. But how do we gain this peace of God? First, we are told by Paul to not be anxious about anything. Do not be anxious in anything. We have a better life coming, and God has a plan. What might seem bad now may bring something good in the future. Like the song Scars that we just sang, there will be bad times, I'm not denying that. But those scars can be good. They are meant to bring you to God. And if you trust in God, he will help you through those times. Second, pray about everything. Pray, pray about the good and the bad. If you are going through something, pray about it. If something good happens in your life, pray about it. Pray always. That is what God is telling us to do through Paul. Finally, be thankful for what you have. 
I think we take for granted most days how, how much we have, especially like in this country. Some countries are a lot more poverty stricken and like, and many of us take that for granted. But God tells us that we should be content in what we have. You don't always need the newest shoes or the fanciest clothes. I'll tell you right now, most of the stuff I'm wearing is from thrift shops. These things are nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, God will provide for you. Even if you don't have gold-plated furniture or like a new car, be thankful for what you have. I'd like to share a verse from, Rome, from Hebrews. Hebrews 12, 28 through 29. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful, and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. I like that verse. <laughs> um, yeah, just be thankful for what you have, guys. Like, some people have a lot less. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. I love how Paul says that, like, in multiple different books of the Bible, in Philippians, in Thessalonians. Yeah, it's really important. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances. That's what God wants us to do. So if you do these three things, um, you will earn the peace of God, which will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ. I really like the definition of the peace of God, like the state of a soul assured of its salvation. Like, if, if you know you're saved, that's, yeah, the peace of God is a crazy thing. And like it said, I, that's how I'm going to explain it, but the peace of God surpasses all understanding and will guard our hearts. <laughs> Philippians 4, 8. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worth of, worthy of praise, think about these things. What has God done in your life? Think about that for a second. Think about the good things that have happened in your life. Think about what is true, think about what is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, lovely, commendable, all of it. Think about those things. Don't set your mind upon all the bad things that happen. Think about the good things. <laughs> Philippians 4, 9. What have you learned and received and heard and seen in me? Practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Practice the good you see in the world, and God will be with you. Let me ask you a question. What have you seen in Paul? Let me narrow it about it. Let narrow it down a bit. What have you seen in Jesus through Paul? Practice what you see in Paul, and the good things you see in the world, and God, the God of peace, the God of the entire universe, will be with you. So... Yeah, in that verse, it's essentially like practice all the good you see in the world. I know it sounds like, oh, stuff like that, but it's important. So what's the whole point of this section? First, rejoice. 
Rejoice in everything, the good things, the bad things. Rejoice in all of it. Even in the bad times, you can look forward to better things. Like, we have eternal life. Isn't that absolutely crazy? Like, this, this life isn't the end. We get to go, and the next life is, is even better. So, even in the bad times, there's more to come. There's a better life coming. Rejoice for that. Rejoice about the good things, too. Because, like, okay. Yeah. God has done so much in your life. Rejoice about those things. Second, show God's love. You never know what someone is going through, and as Christians, we are called to show kindness and gentleness to everyone. It's God's will for us. Like, okay, first of all, you never know what someone's going through, but second of all, like, it, it tells us to show these things to everyone. And um, one, one verse that I really like, I don't know exactly what verse it is, but um, like you never know when you're like entertaining like an angel. Isn't that crazy? Like you could just be talking to someone and like they could be an angel. <laughs> so yeah, show, show God's love to everyone. Uh, third, find the good in the bad. This life does not compare to what is to come. Try to think about the good things instead of the bad. Like, I, mental health is very important, I'll tell you that. Uh, but if you, if you like set your mind upon the good things instead of the bad, and, and you pray about both of those things, you pray about the good, you pray about the bad, like, <laughs> God will be with you. God has a plan for your life. Just like it says in James 1.17, every, oh wait, well, so every good thing in this life is from God. Be thankful for that. James 1.17, every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. I really like that verse because like, the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change, God, God never changes. He's, he's always going to be there, and that's just so cool. We have, we have a Father in Heaven that's, that's helping us through our lives. Fourth, the peace of God. We should strive to, be, to gain this peace of God, but how do we do this again? Do not be anxious. Again, very hard thing to do, I know. I was very anxious about this, <laughs> um, but pray about those things. Pray always and about everything, and give thanks to God. Like, have you seen the world around us? It's, it's beautiful. Fifth, think about what God has done in your life. What good things have you seen in the world? What good things have you seen God do? What have you seen Paul do? Instead of always thinking about the bad things in life, think about the good things. Think about like, okay. So like, God has done so much in all of our lives. And some people might not be able to see that because I know you can go through hardships and those may look like there's no hope. But there's a lot of stuff God has done in our lives. And Honestly, all those bad things are just meant to lead us to Him. So, yeah.
Sixth, practice the good things you see and think. Whatever good you have seen in the world, practice those things, <coughs> and God will be with you. Sorry. I'd like to share a parable with you that is written for us in Matthew 5, 14 through 16. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Like the lamp, we need to show, we need to let our light shine, okay? Instead of like, and it may be weird to like go out and like, like express that kind of thing. It might be scary. I know it can definitely be scary, but that's, that's what God calls us to do. Instead of keeping ourselves under that bowl, show God in your life. And it doesn't even have to go out and like do what I'm doing and preaching in front of all of you. Like, if you, if you just show, show God's love, show kindness to others, you'll stand out in the crowd. Like, it's, show God's love to everyone, guys. So my question for you tonight, what have you learned? What good things have you seen in God and in the world? And how are you practicing those things? As Paul did, I encourage you to think about that. If you would bow your heads in prayer with me. Dear God, thank you for everything you've done in my life and in others. I pray for everyone here that you show them your kindness, your love, your peace. I pray that they see you working in their lives this week and that you show them the good in the world. I thank you for all the scars and for everything you've done to bring me to this moment. I, I pray for Sean's family and that they get better soon. In Jesus' name, amen.